guys, welcome to another episode of Laguna Biatch, the podcast. I want to start off by apologizing again. I think I started off apologizing the last time I did a podcast, but things have been so insane. I'll get into it more after I talk about the episode, but as a lot of you know, I moved recently and it's just been like a lot of emotions. <laughs> yeah, it's that simple. A lot of emotions, a lot of like, oh shit, I'm about to be so broke living on my own. And then my dad came to visit. And whenever like family leaves or if I go home and come back, I'm always like weird for a few days. So I was totally ready or I thought I was ready to like do another episode and just get right back into it. But I kind of needed a few seconds or days. I shouldn't say seconds. I needed a few days to process. And sometimes I just have to take a step back from everything. And I've talked about it before. I suffer or I have anxiety and I have like little, little moments of depression, I guess you could say, but I'm okay. I'm all right. It just takes me a little bit to like bounce back after say I see my dad or I see my mom or I see any of my family. Even when I see my nieces in Georgia, you know, if I just spend a night there and then come home, it's kind of like shit. I moved halfway across the country and it kind of hits me again. And it's not a bad thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with feeling that feeling. But yeah, that's where I've been at. (laughs) But I'm good today. I'm excited because something big happened today. Something big. Lo has liked a photo. I am not going to say that, you know, hell froze over. But I think hell might be a little bit colder. I cannot believe that Lo actually liked a picture. And, you know, I've been following the rules. I haven't been tagging her, haven't been doing anything. But either she was looking at my page or she was looking at her tags on Instagram because I do like hashtag Lo Bosworth. So she could have been looking through that. And I took the screenshot quick and then I double checked and she didn't unlike the picture. So she was either a fan of the picture, a fan of the caption, or maybe she's slowly warming up to me. And if Lo can like me, I think we can get Lauren to like me too. Maybe I'll stop talking about how hot her dad is. Maybe that'll like help out a little bit. I also want to give you guys a heads up. If you hear like a clicking noise in the background, that's how my AC starts up. It just kicked on a few seconds ago. I don't know. I haven't listened back to the track yet. But if you hear that like kick on and off, it's just my AC. Ignore it like I do. So this episode is, it's so hard to say goodbye. It's the third episode of the second season. It is the Kristen Lauren birthday episode. And a lot of people are like, well, their birthdays, you know, they're a month apart. But the way I figure it, Lauren probably wanted like Steven Dieter and her friend. I believe it's Caitlin. I'm pretty sure her name's Caitlin or Courtney. I'm going to go with Caitlin though. I did not pay attention to her name. I'm sorry. But I'm pretty sure she just wanted them to be able to come. And if they're away at school, then obviously they're um, they have like all of January off to do whatever for winter break. So I think that's why they kind of did that. And of course, it could have been weeks apart. Who knows with how production was. But that is my guess. And that's my guess why maybe Elsie celebrated a little earlier or whatever. For the record, Kristen's birthday is January 5th and Lauren's birthday is February 1st. So it starts off with Elsie packing and her mom says, don't become Marissa from the OC. As we all know, she passed out in Tijuana. If you've never watched the OC, highly recommend it. A lot of people loved it growing up. I was one of those people. I was like 12 watching it and my mom being like, now don't be like those kids, which worked. I mean, I didn't drink or anything in high school. I was a pretty good kid. And then I turned 21 and became a complete maniac. (laughs) So they have that little moment and her her mom's like, don't be like Marissa, whatever. It's pretty funny. It's a funny moment. And then, of course, the opening credits. 
We start off with Alex, Jessica, and Kristen walking down the street of Laguna, as they do. And they're going to a um, clothing store, I believe. And Kristen talks about turning 18, and she's trying to guess what Jessica and Alex are planning. And she's like, I know it's a dinner. It's always a dinner. Everybody has a dinner. And Alex is like, well, we're not like everybody. You don't know what we're going to do. But of course, it ends up eventually being a dinner. And they ask, you know, who's someone you don't want? to be there and she basically just says the only person she doesn't want there is Taylor which we kind of know that they already have a little issue going on so it's not super surprising that she doesn't want Taylor there so the next scene is actually Taylor and her mom Karen shout out to Karen she follows Laguna Biatch and she's a good time she comments on a lot of stuff it's pretty funny but Taylor's picking out clothes for her dinner with Talon and she's chatting with her mom about it and we like I said we love Karen And Karen's kind of like, is he going to kiss you? This is your first date since Tyler or first guy you've gone out with since Tyler. And a lot of people think it's Tyler who dated Kendra, but it's not. I actually asked Taylor that during the live and she confirmed that it wasn't. And it's actually someone who she dated for a while and who she was actually still dating during this like storyline. So then we're in the car ride and Elsie, Steven, Dieter, and Caitlin play Would You Rather. And personally, I don't like this Elsie moment. I'm a big Elsie fan. I think I'm a lot like Elsie. I'm very judgmental to my friends and give the best advice, of course. But I, I really don't like this moment. So she asks Dieter, would he rather Christina or Morgan? And like she asked that for a specific reaction and she starts doing this laugh. And I'm kind of like, ooh, that's that's not cool, especially if they're all supposed to be your friends. I don't know that that little like little blip of a moment really bugs me. And then Steven is smart and Steven says he's not playing. You know, Dieter answers Christina and then asks Steven, what would he do? And Steven just says, I'm not playing. And then from the back seat, it could just be a random sound bit. You know how they like to throw those out there. But you hear Dieter go, so, so Elsie, who are you going to hook up this weekend? <laughs> and that's Dieter from the back, from the back seat with Ms. Caitlin, I believe her name is. I feel very bad. I forget her name. I just watched it a minute ago. So we go to a cute Talon and Taylor date. And I'm a big fan of this couple. I do kind of wish that they made it through the season but of course that is not what happens but it doesn't matter we're just talking about this episode right so they're definitely enjoying their drinks and I'm not sure if they're alcoholic or not but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they look very alcoholic from every like Mexican restaurant I've been to some kind of frozen drink and Talon tells her to eat her flower and she's like no it's too pretty but in my head I'm like why would you eat it anyway I guess I don't know I've never like eaten a garnish out of a drink unless it's like a piece of watermelon on a margarita or something like that. But I or pineapple, I guess pineapple, pineapple would be one I'd eat, but not just a stray flower. I'm going to leave those flowers on the side of my plate. So they are like a cute couple and Talon keeps Talon Taylor, Talon Taylor. I'm sorry, this is going to be like an issue for me. Talon keeps calling Taylor pretty and starts spitting his mad game. And, you know, he's saying he doesn't have a girlfriend. And then he says, and this is a big moment. I remember seeing him say this like when I was a freshman, this came season two came out and I was like, oh, my God, even though now I watch it, I'm like, "Okay, those are fed lines. (laughs) But he says, any girl I try to date, I compare to you and there's no comparison. Oh, my God. Melt my black little heart, as Lo Bosworth would say. All right. Enough with these cuties. We're going back to the trash birthday party in Mexico that's what we're here for I wish it was the whole episode so we're at Lauren's birthday and she starts feeding Steven a cherry and there's a lot of like 
feeding and like lollipops and like whipped cream this episode between the two of them. And I think the producers knew what they were doing with that. But she feeds Steven a cherry and then she licks whipped cream off his nose. And Steven gets up and her and Dieter are the only ones at the table. And they kind of go back and forth about what she wished for. And she goes, you'll never guess what I wish for. You'll never guess what I wish for. And he's like, I know what you wish for. She's like, no, you don't know what I wish for. He's like, I know what you wish for, blah, 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 blah. And then she goes, what is it? And he goes, that motherfucker that just left, which is hysterical. And she kind of <laughs> looks at him and just smells, Stephen? And he goes, I'm so right. And then she does, you know, a little smile. And they are so drunk. Like, like Elsie's eyes are just like glazed over. So we're left with that little image. And we end up at Morgan's house. And they're with Talon, Alex, or Alex M, I should say. I know there's two Alexes. I'm kind of like, Bleh. but Alex M, Morgan, and Taylor. And they're all talking about Kristen's party. And Taylor's like, well, I'm not invited. And Talon sticks up for Kristen. He's like, she doesn't hate you. It's nothing like that. We've talked about it. She really doesn't hate you. And again, just kind of a weird moment. And Alex says she's not invited either. But Morgan's like, I'm still going. I don't care. But Talon sticks up for Kristen and then kisses Taylor and leaves. And one thing that I've learned talking with like different cast members meaning Alex, Morgan, and Taylor, is that that storyline was really fake. Um, There was nothing between Talon and Taylor. I mean, Taylor said there was like an attraction, but they never dated or anything like that. They just kind of like flirted and had little crushes on each other, which really upsets me because I would have liked them to be a real couple. And I've actually seen MySpace pictures of them kissing. So I'm kind of curious how fake it truly was. <laughs> Again, I mean, those are MySpace pictures. I'm sure if you Google it or something, you can find it. It's not something I'm going to throw up on the page. And people get like kind of upset with me at times about that because I'm not here to like cause drama for the page unless you're like Spencer or Very Cavallari stealing my shit. Yeah, I'm going to cause drama. But with that stuff, they're both married. They both have kids like move on. Jason and Lauren, I still post about them and sometimes Jessica, Jason, things like that. But I don't know. I'm not going to like put up a picture of Talon and Taylor kissing when neither of them really confirmed they were a couple. I don't know if that makes any sense, but you can Google it, I'm sure. I'm sure you can find it if you Google it. So we have the typical Kristen, Jessica and Alex getting ready in Kristen's room, I believe it is. And Alex gets her Tiffany earrings, which is very nice. I could never afford that for my friends. Any of my friends that are listening, I'm going to give you a mixed CD and a big hug. And that's what you get for your birthday. No, usually I'm a good I'm a good gift giver, but I would never buy earrings. Um, I don't even have my ears pierced. So I'm not like a jewel. Believe it or not, guys, I'm not some jewelry girl. I'm not fashionable at all. I don't know how to accessorize or anything like that. But if anyone wants to teach me, anyone wants to take like a year out of their life to try and teach me how to dress, I'm here for it. So during the time they're getting ready, Stephen calls to wish Kristen a happy birthday. And I feel like it's either filmed before or after Mexico because he's too coherent, like he's too sober for this. And I think they wanted to try and make it be like he left dinner to call Kristen to wish her a happy birthday. That's what I think they were going for, but I'm not 100% sure. So Kristen arrives at her birthday dinner and we see Christina's actually there. Season one, Christina, our girl Mary Camden is sitting right next to um, Morgan Morgan S, not Morgan, season one Morgan. I know, so confusing. Why is everyone named the same damn thing in Laguna? 
So Talon stands up and he's like, I just want to wish Kristen a happy birthday. Thank you all for having us. And it's a cute little moment because Talon's a little cutie and he's a little player and he knows what he's doing, right? So we're back to Wasted Lauren's birthday crew. I'm just going to call them the B-Day crew, okay? They're roaming the streets of Mexico. Steven and Dieter have bottles of something. I don't know if it's Corona, but it also looks like bigger bottles. Like, I don't know if it's like bottles of rum or vodka or something, but whatever. They're walking around. They're drinking. Roaming the streets of Mexico, and they show like four donkeys walking by, and there's a part of me that's like, I wish that Lauren like pet it or something, <laughs> like not just random donkeys roaming. So during this little walk, there's a lot of touching and flirting between Elsie and Steven, but also between Dieter and Caitlin. There's a lot of touching between them, which I noticed. So then we get to the mechanical bull, and I think we can all remember the mechanical bull moment. I remember it in the previews and being like, oh my god, they're finally gonna get together and my life's gonna be perfect. But what happens is basically, you know, Lauren sits on Steven's lap and they're drunk and kissing each other. Well, not on the lips. He's kissing her, you know, cheek or whatever, and she's leaning into him. And then they both get on the bowl together. And I remember my freshman year little mind was like, this is romance. If I ever am in a relationship, I'm going to go on a mechanical bull with them. And then when I turned 21, I went on an actual mechanical bull and realized how difficult it is and how much harder it would be if a man was leaning against my back and we were trying to hold on. I don't think I'll ever do a double mechanical bull ride. I'm not going to say it's never going to happen, but I think right now it's out of the cards for me, mostly because I don't have a boyfriend and then also because I don't want to get on a mechanical bull ever again because it's tough. Like your thighs hurt so much. I'm going to stop now. So they go on the bull together and get flung off together. Very cute. They land on the mat. Back to Kristen's birthday dinner, okay? We need to remember that this is Kristen's season. Even though Lauren and Steven are having a moment, it's Kristen's season. So Kristen's flirting with Talon and calls him cute. And then they're all standing up saying goodbye. And Talon hugs her and like holds her really close. And it's kind of weird. He has like her in a headlock. And she's like, he's like, we must hang out. We're going to hang out. And she's like, okay. (laughs) Back to the drunken mess that is Lauren's birthday. I call this scene. You ready for it? Elsie, Steven, and the lollipop. You know what I'm talking about. They're in like this weird blue lit area. I don't know if it's ice cream shop. I don't know what it is. It reminds me of the scene in 13 where Tracy is trying to get Cokes and then her brother walks in with her, with his friends and his friend goes, I like to see that dong on the floor. And then Tracy turns around and goes, too bad you never will. And then like, She sees it's her brother and it's a real mess of a scene. But the lighting in like that, that like area looks like this scene. (laughs) It looks like whatever Steven and Elsie are in right now. So they're all flirty and he's like kissing her cheek and he says he loves her. And he's like, there's nowhere else I want to be. Thank you for having us. All this stuff. It's a cute drunk scene. Still warms my heart a little bit. Like I know for a fact if I was drunk and a guy was doing that to me, I'd be like, "Mm, so in love with you. But it seems like they go to the same room. But before that, before I get into that part, like she's like, what are we going to do after this? And then Steven leans into her and says something, but they cut his mic. So we don't know what he's saying. He could be like, I'm going to go to bed and not deal with you for the rest of the night. I'm going to go throw up in my hotel room because that's what's necessary right now. Who knows what he said, but they cut it out. And then it just shows Steven going into a hotel room, putting the do not disturb sign on the door, 
we technically don't see LC go into the hotel with them because we know how editing works. She could have been there and then the next morning they're like, wake up, go into Steven's room, you know, whatever. And one question I get asked a lot, which kind of makes me feel weird, is did Steven and Elsie hook up on her birthday trip? I've talked to a lot of cast members and I have never asked anyone who hooked up with who because I feel like that's weird. I feel like that's crossing a boundary that doesn't need to be crossed. Whatever happened, you know, 13 years ago happened. I don't know. I'm not privy to the information, but I did read a blog that was written, I don't know, like 2005, 2004, whatever, 2006. I don't know, early 2000s. And apparently Stephen and Elsie went to some college and did a question and answer thing. And they both said nothing happened in Cabo and nothing happened in Mexico. Who knows if we want to believe that, but that's what the blog said. I can't believe I'm reading blogs from 2006 and my AC just kicked on. So if you heard that like little, little kick on noise, that's the AC and I apologize. Um, I'll probably record in my bedroom so you guys don't hear that again. So the next morning, Elsie is in a towel and Steven's still asleep and she just says like Steven or whatever. And then it shows everybody packing up the car. Dieter's putting his backpack in the um, trunk of the car and he's holding a Corona. Then Caitlin says, I can't believe anybody woke up, which is true. We've all had those moments, like those mornings when you wake up and look at your friends and you're like, how the fuck are we alive? (laughs) We drank so much. So yeah, we've all had those moments. I had those moments not super long ago even. No, not really. I've chilled out a lot, guys. I have chilled out. Maybe I'll talk about that at the end a little bit. But we're back to Laguna and we're with Taylor and Alex in... Taylor's kitchen I believe or it could have been Morgan S's kitchen because they did a lot of filming there even though they didn't make her a part of the main cast which fucked up but they're talking about Kristen's party and Taylor's like I think talent says bad things about Kristen and me and then bad things about me to Kristen and Alex is like he's super infatuated with you which is you know sweet you know you definitely want to say that but if your friend is dating someone who sucks you tell them you tell them once (laughs) If you keep telling them, then they get mad at you. So just tell them once, tell them quick, get it out, and then move on. So Alex says really quickly, Talon jumps quickly with girls. So she does try and kind of put a little thing out there being like, hey, just a reminder, he jumps really quick with girls, so just be careful, okay? Next scene, we have a Talon with a buzzed head. And I mean, the editing is crazy, but maybe he did buzz his head from Kristen's dinner to Kristen lunch with Kristen. So Kristen says she needs a boyfriend and she's like, do you know anyone? And Talon says she has a penis mentality and they both laugh and then they're like, yeah, we're going to hang out more. So now we know something's going to happen between Kristen and Talon. And what does that leave Taylor with? Taylor's a nice girl. What the fuck, man? The next scene is Zaddy Bruce helping Steven pack up his truck. Maybe I'll just stop telling everyone their dad's hot. Maybe that will get them on the podcast quicker. (laughs) But Elsie and Steven hug goodbye. And I believe it's five times August playing in the background. But when Elsie drives away, it's one of my favorite music moments in the entire series, which is a big thing to say because there's a lot of good music moments. But the song playing is Closer to Me by Dar Williams. And the line, I'm not going to sing it for you guys. I know you're sad about that, but I'm not going to sing it for you. But it's, 
Am I the habit you're too tired to break? And it gets me every time. I remember when that came out, like when I heard the song on Laguna, it became my AIM message. It became my AIM profile. It became like my MySpace headline. I was like, fuck yeah, I feel that. And I love that song. Closer to Me is just like a good song to listen to in general. Dar Williams is good. And that line still like gives me chills. I was watching it like getting prepped for the scene and I'm like, ooh, that that still hits so good. <laughs> so that's how it ends. You know, we we don't know what's going to happen with Elsie and Steven. We don't know what's going to happen with Taylor and Talon. We don't know what's going to happen with Kristen and Talon. And we don't know what's going to happen with Jessica and Jason. There was no real drama that episode. They kissed real quick at Kristen's dinner. But yeah, that's kind of where we're left off. That is the episode, guys. So today I did put up like, what do you guys want me to talk about? Because I have been slacking and I apologize. But thank you guys for being so understanding. I really, really appreciate it. And one thing somebody asked me, you know, how does reality TV now differ from reality TV in the early 2000s? So I don't watch a ton of reality TV. I watch The Challenge, Teen Mom, and Vanderpump Rules. And then I watch like, you know, the documentaries on Netflix. But I don't think those count as like reality TV. But I think the biggest difference is social media. I think that social media really, really ruins reality TV now. I mean, I don't watch The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but you can pretty much find out the winner like immediately through that. And you already have all these preconceived notions about people by looking through their Instagram. I will compare it to The Challenge. I used to really like Cara Maria. I was a huge Cara Maria fan and I loved her so much. And then I started following her on social media. And I think that really like made me dislike her more, especially now that she's with Polly. The two of them together makes me want to vomit. Like that's how much they bug me on social media. Same with Johnny Bananas. Actually, I've never liked Johnny Bananas. Let me make that clear. I've always thought he was sucked like as a human as everything and someone was like well you know it's something put on by the show but google why his episode of game of clones was pulled there's a lot of stuff out there about him and mtv protects him too much and that's what i'm gonna say on that back to reality tv now (laughs) like i said i think social media really messes things up vanderpump rules the cast is super on social media i don't really follow them that closely But I feel like if I wanted to know half of whatever's going to happen next season, all I have to do is look at their story, that type of thing. And eventually with a lot of shows, the challenge, you know, Johnny does have a say in production. There's no doubt about that in my mind. Vanderpump Rules, I think the cast does kind of pick and choose things they don't want on. Very Cavallari, perfect example. Kristen's executive producer, so she does have a lot of power on what goes on air and what doesn't. But again, even with Very Cavallari... I actually think they do a good job of keeping things off social media, which I give them a lot of credit for. I will give them credit. I don't usually, I mean, I do know what's going to happen on the season a lot of the times, but not through social media. And another person asked me about social media and how it's like ruining everyone. And there's a part of me that does agree. Um, There's definitely a part of me that thinks social media isn't a good thing. I have had to pull back a lot from social media. A lot of people are like, you used to post so much more on your story. You used to post yourself a lot more. And I kind of just had to pull back. I felt like I was giving a lot to, you know, you guys who I definitely appreciate. Please don't take that the wrong way. But I feel like I was giving too much. And I feel like what you were seeing was becoming a character version of who I really am. I'm not as loud and obnoxious. I am pretty loud, though, actually. 
but I felt like I was just putting on this act too much. So I've pulled back a lot and I will start doing more stories and stuff, but I started getting a lot of messages about the way I look. And that's the truth. And that's something that I've been working on. I've been working really hard on accepting myself since day one. Well, since, you know, third grade when I thought I was fat. It's been really hard for me to to really accept who I am and my body type and all the way I look, the way I have glasses, whatever. But that's another reason why I pulled back. And I hate saying that because it's like I let the haters win. But in reality, I just I couldn't I couldn't take some of the messages I was getting But I will say 90%, 97% are positive and I love you guys so much for that. But I do think social media, you have to remember that a lot of people only post their highs. You know, when I posted about Taylor Swift, I wanted to remind everyone like, this is not my everyday life. You know, a lot of the days I'm sitting in a cubicle wanting a different job, wanting my, you know, wanting a dream job that I don't have yet, that I'm not even sure what it is yet. But a lot of people are like, oh, well, you went to Taylor Swift, you met Taylor Swift, you go to Kelly Clarkson, you know, you go to all these concerts. It's like, yeah, that's what you see, but you don't see me struggling to pay bills, things like that. I think that that's really something you need to remember when it comes to social media in general, because everybody posts their highlight reel. I'm not going to tell you that I ate a whole row of Oreos while crying watching Dear John. That's not what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you I met Taylor Swift after waiting for three hours and I'm not going to tell you that. Well, I guess I am telling you, but I'm not going to tell you that like when my dad left, I cried, you know, things like that, because sometimes I feel very alone and now I live alone. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I guess I feel like I'm very good at being alone now, which is scary. I mean, I just bought tickets to go see Chelsea Handler and I didn't even ask any friends if they wanted to go. I just bought tickets by myself. I don't know if any of them would have went with me. So I guess it doesn't matter. But it's like I don't even hesitate now to do things by myself. But also remember, there's nothing wrong with doing things by yourself. You know, if you want to do something, go for it. Fuck yeah. Go see that movie by yourself. Whatever. So I guess I talked about my move. I talked about social media. Somebody wanted me to talk about Janelle from Teen Mom and her custody battle. And all I can say is I hope those kids don't go back. I think it's going to be really bad for them. And I know that Marissa, the uh, David's daughter, who I think is 11, they said they were done with her because she's a liar. And if that's not a I mean, if that's not a red flag to a judge that they're just going to give up on one of their kids, There's so much shit that's gone on on that land, as they call it. And I think it's about damn time that CPS got involved. And it's sad that it's so public, but maybe it's also good that it's so public. David's awful. Janelle's awful. A lot of people think Barbara's terrible, too. But I give Barbara a lot of credit for, you know, raising Jason. Not saying she's perfect. Somebody asked me if Justin Bobby and I have hooked up. No, (laughs) I love Justin Bobby. (laughs) I would hook up with Justin Bobby, but it's not it probably will never happen. Um, If he comes through Nashville, I'll gladly go to one of his shows and hang out with him, have some drinks with him, talk to him, whatever, which will be a blast. But I don't I don't see myself hooking up with Justin Bobby anytime soon. One thing I did see um, Bravo Bitch, I think she's called Bravo Betch. I don't I don't know. I forget her the um, handle, but she had someone from Real Housewives do a cameo. And if somebody got Spencer to do a cameo saying how much he loves Laguna Biatch, I wouldn't hate it. (laughs) Just throwing it out there. But it's also $50. So it's kind of expensive. And the last thing somebody mentioned was friends and drama. 
And my friend group has had a lot of drama. You know, I have a couple different friend groups. I don't know if it's because we, you know, grew up watching shows like Laguna Beach or what, but there has been a lot of drama. And I think that when you do have issues with your friends, you need to talk to them about it, not hold it in. There have been times where, you know, I've been mad at a friend about something new and then it also brought up things from years ago. So it's definitely important to talk about. And if they're your real friend, they'll listen and they'll have a conversation and they won't like completely end a friendship because of how you feel, you know, that type of thing. And end of the day, if you can't tell them what's really going on with you or, you know, that you're disappointed with how they acted, they're not your real friend and you don't need to deal with that. Try to be friends with people who are more understanding and not selfish. That's something I learned along the way. Of course, we can all be selfish. I know I can be super selfish, but definitely important to think about. So next week, there will be a new episode, I promise, on Tuesday. And then the following week, so the 18th, there probably won't be an episode. I might be able to do one, not 100% sure, but I'm going home for a few days for my dad's 60th birthday. And like I said, when I come back to Nashville, I'm always like sad for a day or two. So I'll probably, I'm not going to promise a um, podcast on the 18th. But then I'm going to do a podcast after the Hills premiere because the Hills is premiering on the 23rd. So let's hope that MTV sends me like a bottle of wine to drink during it because I'm not going to say it's awful, but I'm curious. I'm curious how it's going to go. I think we just have to wait and see. But thank you guys so, so much for listening. Thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for giving a fuck about me. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have an awesome rest of your week.